Welcome to episode 51 of the Griff Trip Podcast. I'm Philip Matthew. I'm here with my co-host, Joshua Fine. What's good, brother? Hey, it's doing great, Phil. Uh, interesting weekend we had. Seems there's a lot of redemption going around for some reason. I'm not really sure why. Uh, but, you know, we had a little bit of uh, unexpected winners uh, in the truck. Well, not in the truck, but in the Xfinity and the Cup Series uh, on las vegas this weekend but you know we also got other stuff to talk about in the world of motorsports so uh glad to be back on this week absolutely uh it's a redemption weekend for sure um credit to you as always for uh covering me on that we're going to be talking about how uh hard r uh got a cup win dominated on sunday in uh ricky hendrick tribute scheme and the guy that interviewed him wanted to do the white power symbol and talk about Q, but didn't get to because he wants to keep his job with Fox, even though Fox is into that sort of thing. And uh, AJ Adderall Mendinger uh, going and winning, even though, but Sindrick, there's a couple other guys that are there. Hemrick, Sindrick, Hemrick were probably the two best cars and, uh, AJ Allmendinger goes and gets another win on a cookie cutter. And uh, he's definitely a favorite uh, to go and win this uh, championship, Xfinity Series championship for sure. And we'll talk about all that. We'll talk about John Hunter uh, going back to the truck series and uh, beating his boss who went and spun out on purpose and uh, got a caution and almost won the race anyway. And then no sold the fact that he spun out on purpose to Bob Pockris, uh, Matt Weaver, and the whole entire uh, NASCAR media crew. Uh, we'll go over all of those things. We'll go over IndyCar, Formula One, everything else. Uh, this weekend will be Phoenix with uh, Cup and Xfinity, along with the uh, Gator Nationals. Um, Formula One is coming up next week. We'll definitely be talking about that. Uh, oh, wow. Look at that. That's power was turned on by Ganassi. I don't know what the hell Chip Ganassi was thinking. Um there is some controversy going on MotoGP wise, um, which will be coming next week, which we'll talk about in the roundup. We'll have Moto2, MotoGP, Moto2, Formula 2, Moto3. Uh, we'll, we'll be talking about all that next week on episode 52. But for episode 51, we will start with the... Uh, uh, Pennzoil 400, which saw Kyle Larson get his uh, first cup win and only his fir- fourth start for Hendrick Motorsports. Uh, dominating performance there uh, by him, by Young Money, led the most laps, uh, won stage two, and I mean, honestly, Josh, it, it really wasn't that that hard to see who was the best car. 
I mean, you look at there's really one, two, three, four, five cars are really up there. Clyde was up there and he got he spun out because of Arrow. Byron was up there. So Hendrick Motorsports. Um we're we're I guess there's two ways to look at this. Kyle Larson winning with the 48 crew that Jimmy Johnson had for the last couple of years. First win for Kyle Larson in a year and a half or whatever. Uh, You know, Cliff Daniels first win as a cup crew chief two weeks in a row for Hendrick Motorsports winning with, with the new combinations. Um. I mean, I I it I have to kind of go the same way as Clayton went with me. Is this a resurgence for Hendrick Motorsports? We saw three teams that were really up there uh, during this race and a certain team that was really awful. But is Hendrick back to you? Or what do we think about what they're doing? along with what do you think in general about this uh, race at Las Vegas? Yeah, I think it's fair to say that Hendrick is definitely back. I mean, you look at how they performed so far this season. Um, it hasn't, you know, they haven't gotten like all, all of them being in the top 10 every race, but at some point one or another, um, each of their cars was in the top 10 um, Las Vegas on Sunday uh, last week at Homestead. Uh, Larson was in the top 10 the entire race. William Byron won the race. Uh, Chase Elliott was up there for the first half of the race. Uh, then he, you know, he faded back in that race. And Alex, Mo- Alex Moman was there too. Um, and the road course too, uh, they were all fairly competitive for the most part. So I, I think it's fair to say that Hendrick is definitely on its way back. Uh, I mean, they have dominated the first, I mean, really they dominated the uh, three out of the first four races in the year, uh, excluding the Daytona 500. Uh, they've dominated Daytona road course uh, homestead and now Las Vegas. Um, and really it was um, the last two weeks, like you weren't expecting them to dominate. We knew Chase Elliott was going to dominate at uh, Daytona road course. We didn't expect William Byron to win last week. Uh, I don't think anybody expected Kyle Larson to go out and win like he did uh, on Sunday. So I think it's fair to say that, yeah, they are back um, and expect a, a lot more performances uh, from them uh, over the course of the year. Uh, we'll see when uh, Chase Elliott gets his first win. Uh, we'll see if Alex Bowman can get his first win as well. And, you know, hopefully uh, for the sake of Hendrick, uh, they can, I guess, be more consistent and continue to be more consistent uh, with their uh, showings and, um, you know, they can repeat all these performances because I, I think it's important uh, to have a, another strong team in the series. It's been dominated by Penske. It's been dominated by Gibbs. Uh, it's been dominated by uh, Stuart Haas the last three or four seasons. And I think if, you know, Hendrick can be a legitimate challenger besides Chase Elliott and, you know, as an entire organization, I think that's good for the sport. Uh, if they can actually go out there and, and run top 10 every week. So I think definitely say that they're back as for the race itself. Um, it was actually, I mean, fairly competitive uh, for Las Vegas standards, I guess. And I mean, the first two stages, it seemed like, you know, they were able to stay within a second of each other for the lead. And there were some pretty interesting battles for the lead 
especially, I mean, after the restarts, but it seemed like, you know, they were able to continue on uh, those battles even well past the restart. And really it wasn't until they got into uh, deep into a green flag run and into uh, green flag pit stops did really the uh, leader uh, drive away from the rest of the field. And, and I was like when Larson was leading the race there at the very end. So uh, it was probably one of the better Las Vegas races in the cup series. Although granted, we all know that's, you know, with the, the 550 package. So obviously they have a lot of help um, having the draft uh, set up uh, that type of racing. I mean, I think that draft is important uh, in racing in, in general with whether it's a super speedway mile and a half or two mile track, but I don't think it should be the end all be all factor. Um, I mean, we've talked about before not having the, uh, the big spoilers on the back. Uh, we've talked about, you know, the big ass spoilers and um, not having like the splitters and all that, and all that plays into it. And also, you know, the downforce being built into the cars as well. Uh, I think we'll see what happens with the new car. Um, seems like you're going to remove a lot of the side force, remove a lot of the downforce that was built into it. So we'll see uh, what the drag to downforce ratio is going to be with uh, that car. Um, and if it produces the same racing, but they're actually able to really drive the cars rather than kind of being on rails like they are right now, we'll see if that's the case. Cause we know there's at times when they're deep into a run, like 20 laps into a run, they said Keselowski was, uh, that far in his run where he hadn't really even lifted at all. And he was in the lead, uh, which tells you something about how these cars are driving, uh, for sure. Um, and then of course, you know, the big story is Kyle Larson. Uh, and, you know, he won the race, obviously he dominated, uh, and, you know, there's a lot of talk about, um, him being back, which of course, uh, you know, he's back now for sure. Cause he won. Um, and really he, been running top 10 so far this season in pretty much every race. Uh, so it was really just a matter of time before he was going to actually win a race and they were able to uh, go out there and execute his uh, whole team and uh, actually adjust to the car, to the track throughout the race and keep up with uh, the race and, and uh, have the right uh, tire strategy and they were able to win the race. So, you know, for the racing part of it, yeah, he's back. I mean, uh, I, I know, you know, he had a couple of off years, 2018 and 2019. He uh, had a winless year and then won only one race in 2019. But I mean, this is this start of the season for him is probably comparable to his 2017 season when, you know, he had like a bunch of seconds and then he won California and then ended up winning four races that year. So uh, I see a similar season, maybe even better now being in uh, Hendrick equipment, which more reliable than Ganassi equipment. So um, the racing part of it, yeah, he's definitely back. But, um, um, you know, the other part is the obviously the whole story about why he's back. And, you know, he was fired from his ride last year after dropping the N-bomb uh, on the iRacing stream um, yeah. well, and broadcasting that. And, yeah, like they're talking about his redemption and stuff. And that part, like, uh, you know, like he's not going to get redemption just for winning the race. Although I think, you know, winning the race can be a chapter in that, or, you know, be a part of that redemption story. It's not the redemption, but it certainly can be a, a part of that story within that. So, um, you know, like his, whatever he has to do off track and, and, you know, just maintain his image. That's, I guess, the redemption, just like, you know, making sure that his behavior is consistent and 
that, you know, the people, people can be convinced that, you know, he's not some racist that, you know, got caught using the N-word, rather that it was something that he had picked up on that he shouldn't have picked up on from other people and uh, that uh, he had to get that word out of his mouth and it wasn't, you know, something that he had meant to demean uh, Black people or, or whoever with uh, the use of that word. So um, I think, you know, that he'll have to, you know, continue to just um, should do good things off the track and, you know, just be humble uh, in his interviews and um, in, you know, his behavior uh, elsewhere. So, uh, I mean, that's, that's the redemption there. Um, I mean, there's nothing more to it than that. And, you know, uh, it would be nice, I guess, if Fox could actually uh, cover that, but they, you know, they don't, they, they don't even seem to pretend that his entire 2020 or even really he exists. They've been, I noticed they've been trying to keep uh, their focus on him to a minimum and I mean, obviously he won the race, so they had to focus on him. But I mean, overall in the season, they've kind of, you know, he's just kind of there on the broadcast. Not really. They don't really talk about him that much uh, from what I've noticed. Other than Clint Boyer, because that's his boy. And yeah, they kind of think a similar way, same way as Ricky Stenhouse and him Danny. Or, and Danny, of course. Yeah. Um I mean, when you look at the race, I mean, great points as always. The notion is there was three teams that stood out. Hendrick for Chevy, Pansky for Ford, and of course, Gibbs. Um, the four main Gibbs cars. Um, yeah. The 23 car, it was a disaster for them. And of course, uh, Maggot um, people. Uh, had a field day because their their closet hero um, went out there and uh, won. Uh, they didn't even know that Kyle Larson existed until he went hard R. Um, and then all of a sudden they became a fan of him. The reality is he's not a he's not a smart guy, but he's a freaking amazing race car driver. Um, he was that well before he went hard R. And what he did yesterday, he's been able to do even in Ganassi equipment, which tells you, I mean, Ganassi equipment, Juan Pablo Montoya, one of the greatest race car drivers I've ever seen in my life, struggled in that equipment. You have lesser drivers than him that have done whatever they've done. You have one certain individual that's on TV. Um, Kurt Busch, who's on the back end of his career, nice, solid run, has uh, been quiet. He goes and gets one win, usually gets one win with with a little help. He got help from his brother a couple of years ago to win Kentucky. Um, last year, he got help to go and win Las Vegas in the fall. Um Otherwise, the Ganassi organization in the Cup Series is not very good. So Kyle Larson, relative to what he was driving in, is a really effing good race car driver. And you're putting him in Hendrick Motorsports equipment. You're putting him in 48 equipment, the the stuff that Jimmy Johnson had. And Jimmy Johnson, one of the greatest drivers I've ever seen in my lifetime and he was on the back end of his career. So now you have a guy, a driver that has to prove himself, a crew chief that has to prove himself 
with a team that has not been good for a while. It's a deadly combination. And we haven't even had Clyde win yet. We haven't had Alex Bowman win yet. Hendrick Motorsports, I didn't want to declare them back on Talking in Circles, uh, which is on uh, Blog Talk Radio. You can find it on all uh, places where you can go and find uh, podcasts. But when you consider Will Byron going out there last week with Rudy Fugel, and then you have Young Money uh, yesterday, basically um, dominating the show. It's old. It's not 2007 level Hendrick Motorsports, but they are back. And, uh, you know, Penske was up there. Brad, I'll say this as a Brad guy, I wish you would have won yesterday, but he was up there. He's getting points. He should have won the 500. If he won the 500, I'd be looking at this race a little differently. But either way, he's accumulating points. He's looking at this weekend's race at Phoenix a lot harder than what we're going to be dealing with last week and even in general. Um, Logano, not his best performance, but Logano's a is a long long game guy now at this point. Champion, he knows how to win a championship. He hasn't won one with Paul Wolf. He's looking at the back end of the season. Ryan Blaney getting a good finish there was a positive for him and his or his team. And then you think about the twenty one who's had a nightmare start to the year. They were all right. So. I mean, Penske was there, Gibbs, Martin, and Denny, I think is there's a story there that you're probably going to have to look at later in the year. Um, Kyle Busch was nowhere, and then he came up there at the end. Um, Chris Bell was kind of top 10. Those are the three teams that are up there. Phoenix, I figure, will be similar to that. And then... Once we go back to Atlanta, um, we might see a little deviation um, on that. Uh, but Kyle Larson going and winning, locking himself into the uh, playoffs is is something there. Uh, we'll go through the results. Kyle Larson wins with Brad Keselowski. The two-stage winners finish first and second. Uh, Kyle Busch finished third, Denny Hamlin fourth, Ryan Blaney fifth, Truex sixth, Christopher Bell seventh, William Byron eighth, Joy Logano ninth, and Eric Jones in the uh, Richard Petty Motorsports number 43 finished 10th. Uh, Clyde finished 13th after his spin. Uh, you have uh, Nacho Libre led 12 laps and uh, finished 26th. Um, Mech Driver had his worst finish of the year. Uh, of course, I picked him in my one fantasy game, and then he finishes 17th. It's convenient. I, I was going to pick Ricky Stenhouse. Oh, Richard! 
Sorry, Josh. Um, I had to do it. Um, it was coming. <laughs> um, I was talking about it earlier because it was Miss Hummer. Uh, it was a Miss Hummer thing, but um, I should have picked him. But um, McDriver finished 17th, worst finish of the year. He lost a few spots in the points. Uh, Hamlin, of course, leading the points over Brad. Um, Kyle Larson is the theoretical playoff points leader right now uh, with uh, Christopher Bell, then McDowell, and Byron. And then you have Hamlin, Keselowski, Elliott, and Logano, which were the four guys that made the final four last year. Um, then you have Harvick who finished fifth in points and Truex, I think who finished sixth in points. So it's kind of status quo minus the four winners that were there so far this year. And then you have Kurt Busch, Austin Dillon, uh, Priest, who's an open car, Kyle Busch, Ryan Blaney, and Busher, who is two points ahead of O. Richard um for the uh, cutoff right now in the uh, playoff uh Bowman is outside Custard uh Bubba who had a nightmare race on Sunday no neck Chastain Reddick uh, there's a big gap right now um 20 there's 10 points between Busher and Cole Custer uh, for between 16th and 19th. So it's early in the season. It tells you how much stage points matter um, in this deal. Uh, if you can go and win a stage, how much it matters. So there's, there's something to be said about that. Um, next, 14. 14. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kyle, there's a big gap between... Priest and Kyle Bush right now, and for Priest, who's basically running uh, to make sure he still has a job up here, even though he has a job up here, meaning the Northeast and the modified. Um, good start for the season for the JTG Doherty organization to have 13th and 17th in points. Um, yeah, we'll talk about Phoenix here in a little bit. Uh, we'll go into the Xfinity series um, race, which saw AJ Allmendinger go and win in the, um, was it Alsco 300? Um, yeah. Which uh, you saw him lead uh, second most laps. Uh, Sindrick led 43 laps. Uh, AJ led 44. Hemrick, I mean, it was the meme thing. It's like there's death taxes and Daniel Hemrick finishes second in a NASCAR big three race. Um, I'll uh, throw to you, Josh, uh, in regards to his best race of the weekend. Uh, yeah. and uh, you because you're actually having to drive those cars, but AJ Allmendinger going out there, uh, locking himself into the playoffs, uh, 
Um, he's second in points in regards to that. Um, but I mean, Sindrick, Sindrick is going to win this regular season title. I, I'm, I'm certain of that. Uh, but AJ Allmendinger going out there, uh, winning at Vegas for colleague. Uh, there's a, there's a layout in regards to this championship. You have the Gibbs guys, the colleague guys. Um, and then you have Sindrick for Penske and uh, Myatt Snyder for RCR. And I think that's where you have the guys that are going to go and compete for this championship for sure. Yeah. I mean, I probably would add the JRM guys too. Um, I mean, you can't count out um, Gregson and, True. and uh, Justin Algar just yet, but I mean, as far as the race itself, um, uh, Austin Sindrick, you know, he led a couple of times early on in the race. Uh, Daniel Hemrick led some laps too. Um, and it looked like it's probably going to be a, uh, another Austin Sindrick race where he just goes out and dominates the field. Like he has been the last, uh, couple of months in Xfinity history. And, uh, then he, you know, he had that flat tire where really he just drove around the track. Um, you know, we've seen drivers in the past, like, self-spin on you know on purpose or or they you know, managed to spin out from the flat tire uh to get that caution and then you know he went and lap down and you know he had to fight his way back onto the lead lap and then eventually he spun out uh Harrison Burton uh towards the end of the race like 27 to go and uh caused the one of the last cautions in the race there um which I mean I was a little I, I don't know how how to view that if that was controversial or not but um, that definitely allowed opportunity for, you know, guys like uh, AJ Almendinger to, you know, get back up there and, and win the race. And I wasn't expecting uh, Almendinger to win. Um, I mean, I thought maybe it'd be a guy like Austin Sendrick and Daniel Hemrick led a, a bunch of times too. And, you know, I thought maybe he might be a player there uh, at, at the end of the race, but then, you know, Almendinger was able to, uh, pick up the lead towards the end. And then uh, he, he took the lead off the last caution there. After, it was a caution after um, the Austin Cindric and Harrison Burton incident, but, you know, he was given the opportunity to be able to uh, get up there and uh, just take the lead. And I mean, it was kind of out of nowhere. I mean, he did lead some laps there, but um, like, you know, like we've been saying, like Austin or AJ Allmendinger um, didn't see him winning this race at all. And now that he's won two oval races, I mean, I guess it's fair to say that uh, maybe he actually has a, a niche for himself in the Xfinity series. Um, maybe he'll be able to uh, have a cup career again uh, if Colleague expands up to the cup series and they go to two cars at the very least. But I mean, for right now, uh, he's actually making a little career for himself in the Xfinity series that, you know, if this is, the most that AJ Allmendinger in terms of success has uh, in NASCAR. I mean, I guess that's fairly respectable. Um, uh, the Xfinity series, um, not quite as competitive as the cup series, but definitely cars are a little bit harder to drive uh, currently right now. Um, I, I think maybe the cars fit his driving style and, you know, the, the colleague team also, I think was in a different place compared to where he was at when he was, uh, with 
the JDT Doherty uh, uh, team in Red Bull when he was struggling and and uh, not really that competitive. RPM so, as well. Yeah, and RPM too. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, well, he, yeah, he was there for a few years too. Yeah, and had some flashes, but was never really consistent. But uh, now that he's got a playoff victory, I mean, we we know that Austin Cindric can be a threat now every week. He's figured it out on the ovals um, and on the road courses. And Almendinger is pretty good in the road courses too. So I wouldn't, you know, going at to the end of the season, I uh, wouldn't count out uh, AJ Almendinger uh, just yet. Uh, I feel like he can probably uh, be capable of making a deep playoff run, uh, possibly to Phoenix or, or close, you know, to the elimination race uh, before Phoenix. We'll see what happens, but uh, he's definitely a, uh, making a, a name for himself as a potential contender for the title uh, at the end of the year. But uh, it was a solid race overall, um, you know, another surprise winner uh, this year. So uh, definitely a good win for AJ Allmendinger. Yeah, AJ going and winning on a cookie cutter isn't something that you're going to go and expect. It's not the story, but you know, when you consider the surface, you consider that it's an age surface at Las Vegas. Uh, he won at Atlanta, which we'll be racing at in a couple weeks' time. Uh, you know, it also helps that Daniel Hemrick spit the bit on that last restart. Uh, but, you know, I think there's there's a couple things. AJ Allmendinger and, and Austin Sindrick are going to be that's the rivalry and there's kind of, there's multiple storylines within that. Um, they're going to be kind of getting into each other this whole entire year. Of course, Sindrick knows he's going to cup. He's going to eventually be in a Penske ride. And you have AJ Allmendinger who of course drove for Penske and uh, napalmed himself out of the cup series. And uh, but still got a reprieve from Roger Penske because he knew how good he was, which in turn gave him the JTG Doherty uh, opportunity where he won his one cup race and all the other things, which he's been able to make the connection with Matt Colleg and Chris Rice and that whole crew there. And with his uh, pageant, with his beauty pageant wife and, all that other stuff. Uh, he's he's living a great life and announcing IMSA and all that stuff. Um, he's he's rolling with house money, and he's like f- like five foot tall, but he's rolling with house money. And uh, God bless him. He's a great race car driver, um, talent, great personality. He has a lot of energy. He's good for this sport. There's very few people like him. Uh, We need more people like him who have perspective, who have gone through the ringer and uh, can actually speak properly, which AJ Allmendinger has always been a great um, orator of sorts, but um, him going and winning this race, it's good for the overall setup of where this season is going to be. Um, Sindrick is the uh, points leader right now over Hamrick Jones. Uh, Hamrick only is 21 points behind, but um, there's a big gap after that. 
Brandon Jones, Jeb Burton, Justin Haley, and all guys. So the three colleague cars, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Snyder is seventh, Harrison Burton eighth, Clemens, Brandon Brown, Michael Annette, and Gagson uh, are Gagson's tied with uh, Landon Castle. And uh, then you have Joe Graff Jr. and Allgaier, which is just surprising. Um, Allgaier's only two points behind that. So, of course, Josh Ferry, who doesn't run every race, um, he's going to be running the early season, and then Sam Mayer's going to take over second half of the year. Um, it's a close battle right now for the cutoff spot. There's only... Um, you know, nine points between Noah Gregson and Riley Herbst to um, being Riley Herbst as an out of finish of value. Um, it's only 12 points between uh, uh, him and Kyle Weatherman, 15 points between Gregson and Jesse Little. So there's, there is some intrigue right now. Uh, I think Austin Zendrick is going to go win that regular season title, no problem. But it is a competitive division. It is deep. Uh, but I think this, just as uh, Josh spoke about, I think this is only, this is going to come down to the 22 and the 16. Once we get to uh, Phoenix here in uh, November, the 22 and 16 are going to be battling and they're probably going to wreck each other to go and uh, win this uh, Xfinity championship. Uh, move over to truck side. John Hunter Nemechek gets his first win for Kyle Busch Motorsports, beating the boss who um, had his issues uh, over the entire day. Uh, led the most laps. He was dominant. It wasn't even a, a really much of a race. Kyle Busch and Brett Moffitt were the only other trucks that led double-digit laps. Um, uh, I mean, Connor Daly got uh, went and destroyed his truck uh, with his mullet. David Gillen was trying to wreck a bunch of people. He went and destroyed himself. Uh, it was definitely not as interesting as a, tr- a cup or Xfinity race, but John Hunter Nemechek, Josh, is setting himself up as the favorite, which isn't shocking considering the amount of experience he has uh, bringing it into the truck series after running for his dad's team, running in Xfinity for Chip Ganassi, and then also running in Cup last year for Front Row Motorsports. He's a very um, he's a seasoned driver for somebody who is as young as John Hunter. I mean, yeah, I can agree with that. You know, he's had a lot of experience on various levels in uh, the top three series of NASCAR, and all the teams that he's been on, he's you know had to manage his equipment at some you know, type of uh, level, like in the truck series, um, you know, he, he won a couple of races with his dad's team, but you know, they don't always have the the funding to go out and run uh, on the same level as like a team like 
Kalbush Motorsports or uh, uh, the other, uh, what was the other team? The uh, GMS team. GMS, Thor yeah. Sport. Yeah, Thor Sport. Yeah, they're, um, they're not on the same level as uh, those teams. And then uh, Chip Ganassi's Xfinity team, when it, when it existed, uh, it w- wasn't quite the same uh you know they they were competitive like when kyle larson was in the car when tyler Reddick was in the car but for the most part you know it was also ran i mean he did gms i think for a few races and the 23 car as well and wasn't really that you know i mean it was somewhat he did a year yeah he did 2019 for them yeah yeah and 2020 last year driving for front row in the number 38 car he had some solid races but not really like anything of note, I mean, he finished like uh, top 10 at Darlington the first time they were back. And I think that was like one of the highlights of his year uh, last year. And, you know, he decided to, instead of uh, pushing forward in the 38 car and being an also ran, he decided to go back to the truck series and take the opportunity to drive Kyle Busch Motorsports car um, and be in one of the best cars or one of the best trucks in the entire series. And uh, I think that's a, a net gain for him. And obviously, we're now beginning to see the fruits of that labor uh, uh, produce, um, and we see him win, leading 59 laps or leading 94 laps. Uh, and we saw him at Daytona uh, be up front uh, at the uh, Super Speedway and on the road course. So um, it looks like John Hunter Nemechek's going to be a, uh, one of the favorites for the title. Um, I still think you know guys like. Uh, Sheldon Creed, Austin Hill, I think they'll be up there as well as Zane Smith. Um, but I, I think John, John Hermione checks definitely going to be a player uh, for the year uh, for the championship. And uh, we will see how that plays out. And yeah, as far as the race itself, um, yeah, we saw Connor Daly get that huge hit that he had. And, uh, it was a really heavy impact and glad uh, he wasn't injured um, and he was able to walk away. But then also uh, there's the controversy there with Kyle Busch uh, getting a flat tire and then spinning himself out. And then he was able to get back onto lead lap and then race back up to second. And I mean, he had a little bit there for John Henry check, but then John Henry was able to just hold him off there uh, in the last uh, 10 laps. And Kyle Busch just wasn't, just was not able to uh, be able to pass him there. And I think that shows John Hermanichek really knows how to drive in the trucks and you know, he's able to beat the boss man there. So um, I think it's very encouraging for him. And you know, as for Kyle Busch, I mean, obviously the controversy is, did he uh, intentionally spin out on purpose? And I mean, I feel like he probably did, but he's not going to admit it. Um, it's been pointed out that the last time this occurred was with Bubba Wallace in uh, November, 2019 at Texas. And uh, they, they find him pretty heavily for admitting that. So I'm pretty sure Kyle Busch just wanted to avoid uh, having to deal with that with NASCAR. So you know he's not going to admit to it. And, I mean, of course, he's going to um, play around with that in Kyle Busch fa- uh, fashion with uh, you know just saying nope to uh, Bob Pockris and doing the you know his whole copying uh, the Marshawn Lynch. Uh, I'm just here so I won't get fined. Bit that he's been doing for a while now. So it's classic Kyle Busch with his response there. Um, and how he deals with the media, but uh, I mean, he was still able to finish second in his own car. So um, I guess, you know, for him, I mean, he didn't win, uh, which we normally expect him in the cup series or in the truck series, but 
he was able to uh, still finish second and at least evaluate his equipment there. Yeah, John Hunter is probably the best driver that uh, Kyle Busch has had. Uh, most talented, most experienced driver that he has had in a while. Um, it's kind of house money because John Hunter is kind of angling to get into 2311 as a second car. Um, Kyle Busch is trying to go and win another truck series championship with all the turnover that's gone on. Um, of course, you have Rudy Fugel leaving the organization to go back to Hendrick. You have Eric Phillips being moved over. I mean, there's there's a whole lot of stuff going on at Kyle Busch Motorsports. But um, John Hunter getting that first win of 2021 so early um, opens him up for other opportunities. Uh, current points leader, three-stage wins. Uh, you have Rafael Lasardo's two-stage wins. That's something. Um, you know, there's six stages so far this year, and those are two guys that have them. Rafael Lasardo's outside of the top 12, top 10 right now. Um, John Hunter, Ben Rhodes, Sheldon Creed, defending series champion, Crafton, Chandler Smith, Stuart Friesen, and Finger, Todd Gillen, Johnny Sauter, and Carson Osivar, um, who was tied with Austin Wayne Self. Um, Austin Hill, who is three points uh, behind Osivar uh, going into qualifying for. Uh, next race, which will be Atlanta. Um, yeah, it's uh, definitely uh, something that we'll look at. Of course, John Hunter getting those points, getting them stage wins. He's going to go and put himself in a great position to possibly go and get that uh, truck series championship uh, that he's been kind of looking for for a while. Um, Toyota's represented Ford and Chevy. So there you, you got competitiveness. It's about going and executing. Um, with that, uh, we will go into the uh, cup preview for this weekend's race cup and Xfinity will be at Phoenix International Raceway. Um, I wanted to uh, throw it to you, Josh, in regards to who do you look for um, as a favorite for, I think it's kind of obvious, and I'm kind of certain where you're going with that in regards to the favorite, but then who else should we look for at Phoenix this weekend in the cup side? Well, on, on cup, I mean, I feel like, I mean, I feel like Kyle Larson could be a favorite, but I mean, he hasn't won before at Phoenix, so it's hard to say, but they've also been uh, one of the hot teams this year in the series. And um, I feel like, you know, even with the variability that we're seeing with uh, no practice uh, being held, I think definitely, he's definitely a player. Um but I still, I still feel like the Penske cars at Phoenix are pretty hard to beat. 
uh, Brad Keselowski and Joey Logano, both pretty successful there. Um, so I feel like based on, on this year and like, and also Danny Hamlin too, like, I think they'll be good at Phoenix, uh, as well. And, and, uh, you know, Chase Elliott as well. He won at Phoenix last year for the championship. So I think those guys will definitely be the favorites, but I think if I, I have to pick one, uh, you know, I'm going to go with Danny Hamlin. Um, I think he's due for a win. Um, and he's won at Phoenix before and he's been pretty dominant. Uh, and I think he'll be the first driver for, uh, Joe Gibbs to win a race this season. Um, and, uh, I think definitely, I think he'll win, uh, on Sunday. So hopefully I'm right. Bill. You're muted. Uh, yeah. In terms of the truck series and John Hunter, we will see where they go. They'll have a week off coming up this weekend, uh, and they'll be back at Atlanta for a triple header weekend. They'll be doing double header on the Saturday, uh, Xfinity and trucks, um, leading into the cup series, which will also be a big weekend in regards to other racing series, uh, for sure. But as Josh mentioned, um, John Hunter Nemechek is going to be a factor the whole entire year. Um, you're not going to get away from that. Uh, for truck, um, they finally have somebody that can go win a lot of races. And I think as the season goes on, he's going to be winning a lot of races. Uh, ben Rhodes, of course, who has two wins. Uh, second, Creed, Crafton, Chandler Smith, Friesen, and Finger Todd Gilliland. Johnny Sauter, Josevar, as I said earlier. Um, it's kind of close. You figure you have Austin Hill, Zane Smith, Lassard. Those are three guys running for points. You have Brett Moffitt, who's running for points as well. Um, Timothy Peters. Uh, those are guys that are all kind of in play. Uh, You've you got Danny Bone whatever he is and Ryan Truex in 20th. So it it's a relatively deep field, but you have to be able to make it into the spot to go and uh, pay it all off. Uh, it's something that we will find out how and when it will all work out. Um, in regards to the roundup, this weekend it's strictly nascar um this with phoenix uh, you know formula e came out a few weeks ago um, wc has been previewing stuff so for me it's uh it's about going and talking about phoenix and what are we going to see and um on the cop side, I think it's going to be a little more muted, a little more boring. It's the reason why going Clyde takes his car after failing inspection three times and goes and wins a cup series championship versus two Penske cars and the Joe Gibbs uh, number 11. Wonder um, on your side, Josh, what do you think we're going to go and see 
this weekend at Phoenix in regards to Cup and Xfinity? So, I mean, on, on the Cup side, like, um, I think Hendrick Motorsports, obviously Chase Elliott won the championship last year in uh, the Cup Series and dominated the last half of the Phoenix race. So, I mean, I definitely think he'll be a player uh, this weekend. Kyle Larson uh, has been pretty hot as of late. So I definitely think, you know, he'll at least run, you know, top top five or uh, top 10 in this race. Um, Joe Gibbs Racing, Denny Hamlin, uh, Martin Truex, uh, they've been pretty good at Phoenix in the past. So, I mean, I, I feel like Denny Hamlin probably uh, will be the best of the uh, Joe Gibbs bunch. Uh, uh, Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, they've been pretty successful since they became teammates at uh, uh, Penske, and and they've definitely been very good at Phoenix. So I can I can see either one of them being players. Um, Stuart Haas, I mean Kevin Harvick uh, has been known to dominate Phoenix in the past, although in recent history he hasn't been quite as dominant. Uh, so there's a lot of people that you can go with, and um, I mean I'm I'm going to go with Danny Hamlin here. Uh, I think. You know, he's kind of due for a win, uh, and I, I think, you know, he's had history at Phoenix, so I think he'll definitely be a player uh, at the end of the race on Sunday uh, for Phoenix, and he'll, he'll be the winner. Um, you know, there's a lot of contenders for this race, but uh, uh, it's going to be the first uh, non-seven, or the, yeah, the, the first 750 race, I think, on the schedule with Phoenix. Uh, um, they're, I don't think they're running 550 at, at this uh, place, so it'll be a little bit interesting, uh, different racing we're going to have on the, uh, uh, pseudo short oval that Phoenix is. Um, so it's definitely going to be a, a little bit different race than what we've seen so far, uh, with the cup series. Yeah. The cup series race is going to be a little bit more intriguing compared to the Xfinity uh, series There's only 200 miles at Phoenix for Xfinity. So if you have a really good car, uh, it's going to be um, likely that you're going to be up in the top 10 and you're going to be in position to win. If you miss, uh, it's going to be a long day. In the Cup Series race, 312 miles, one of the shortest races of the calendar, but you go and take into account the drivers that have been doing well recently there along with some of the um drivers that have um, not won but are on the cusp of winning and you have a bunch of different drivers in that spot and whether it's cup whether it's formula one it's kind of the same thing so for me in regards to las vegas taking a pick i'll go and uh, pick brad as uh, my pick for Phoenix, uh, I think they're putting a lot of effort in towards trying to win that race. Um, I think the exit system for my wild card would be um, after a certain time for being able to go and talk about the sport and do everything, but they're probably dealing with other stuff. So, you know, ex- that's where we go in regards to our picks or where we think ball is going to be. Um, talk about Xfinity, Josh, as well. Um, you have Cindric, 
you have Snyder, AJ Allmendinger. Um, what is the uh, way that you would think that they should be going, and who else do you think could be interested or going and have a chance to go and win uh, this title? Well, I mean, I think for Phoenix this weekend, uh, I think you have to go with Austin Sendrick. I mean, he really dominated the race last year uh, in the championship finale. Uh, and I I think they can take the, well, they'll have to, you know, make changes, obviously, but um, they can probably take the same car and be uh, just as good as they were uh, back in November. So I, I think at first glance, I think he'll definitely be a player um, as well. Uh, I mean, the previous, in the previous year, I think, um, Justin Algar was definitely a contender in this race a, a year ago. And I, you know, I think he had some issues towards the end of that one and ended up not winning. Um, so I, I think they can definitely be a player in on uh, Sunday or on Saturday uh, with the, the Xfinity series. Um, I mean, other guys like uh, AJ Almendinger, you know, like to see uh, how he follows up his win from Las Vegas and, at Phoenix uh, so I would like to see if, if he's able to repeat his performance or at least follow that up with a, a solid, you know, top 10 or uh, top five, uh, something like that. Um, you know, Daniel Hemrick, you know, he's been uh, running good so far lately. He's second in the standings. Does he have it in him to pull out a win uh, for the uh, weekend there? Can, can he actually sustain a lead and, and not finish uh in second, but rather than rather finish in first. Um, I think that's the question that we have to find out. Uh, you know, Jeb Burton um, is, is able to go out and uh, run solid at Phoenix, run top five or top 10 there. So I think that's uh, something, you know, that, you know, you have to consider uh, who, who can contend at Phoenix. But I think uh, in the end, Austin Cindric, uh gets a win here at, at Phoenix and, uh, you know, reminds everybody like who they're going to have to uh, face in November uh, for the title. All right. Bill. Yeah. So the, in regards to the Xfinity series race, I think uh, for me, I'm going to go chalk. I'm going to go Gibbs. Um, for this weekend's race, I'm trying to go and look at uh, the um, Xfinity entry list. It'll be 40 cars, uh, 77, and uh, um, Tommy Joe Martin's 31. Yeah, so there's 43 for 40. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go chalk. I think uh, Brandon Jones goes out there and wins on Saturday, uh, solidifies himself into the playoffs. Um, You consider some of the people that um, have to go and work on it. Um, They're going to, they have time, but I think this is a place for uh, some of the people that are straighter, uh, to go and um, give themselves a chance here at Phoenix before they go to Atlanta and some of the other stuff around Easter. 
Um, it's a pretty straightforward race, very short race. If you hit it, you have a really good chance of winning. So it's something we will watch. Um, Andy, you, yeah, Andy, I was not going to make the race because of the points algorithm. It's 43 cars for 40 spots. You might as well just have 43 cars. Nobody's being hurt by it, um, but they don't want to go and pay the fee. Um, with that, we will um, get into the roundup. Um, the NHRA Gator, Gator Nationals, excuse me, will be running this weekend. I have decent field there. A couple of Jersey guys. Um, you'll have Joe Morrison in a top field car. And, um, of course, Antron Brown. Uh, lives in Pittsburgh. That's convenient. Um, Antron Brown these days lives in Pittsburgh, Indiana, which is where Jeff Gordon settled from once he left the alcohol or uh, Vallejo, California. Yeah. Then you have um, you just Nashley, uh, rookie uh, was a rookie contender last year. Of course, Clay Milken running his son's um, number. DSRs making cars. You know, you got relatively front-loaded field. Another woman um, driving uh, Krista Baldwin, driving the Chris Caramassini's um, Lucas Oil car. Uh, she's also from Pittsburgh, Indiana. And um, uh, Tony Stewart's girlfriend uh, in the Mopar Pennzoil Akuma DSR car, yeah, Leah Pruitt. Um, that's Top Fuel, um, Funny Car. Um, funny Car will be uh, Fuel Funny. We'll have, uh, I, I, I missed the, you, you have the um, John Force cars will be back. Uh, of course, John Force, Robert Height. Um, after missing last year, they'll be back this year. You have DeJoria, um, Jim Campbell, and you know, some of the other people, Blake Alexander driving for Jim Head, uh, John Smith, Lord, yeah, Cruz Petrigod, uh, Ron Caps, Matt Hagen. So they're a two car team this year at DSR. Uh, with Hagen and Caps, uh, Tasca, Tim Wilkerson, they work together in the Fords uh, Cruiser up there, along with uh, so many other people, uh, Paul Lee. Um, in regards to Pro Stock, Eric Ender's defending series champion. You have um, Anderson, Hartford, Stanfield. Chris McGehe, Richie Stevens, uh, running a relatively newer car, Alex Laughlin, uh, Kramer. There's only one uh, Mopar and a bunch of Chevys in the pro stock category. Um, the pro stock motorcycle thing is a lot more competitive between um, Matt Smith, 
and uh, who he has the fastest bikes out on the circuit. He currently tunes Angel Sampei. Um, he tunes what is it, uh, Ryan Ayler, um, along with other people. So um, we will see in regards to the Gator Nationals um, and where things go next week. We'll be talking about Formula One, talking a little more IndyCar, whatever, in terms of other series. But NHRA will be interesting for sure at the Gator Nationals to open the season, unlike where they usually are, which is in the third race of the calendar. Um, and uh, before we go tonight, Josh, um, let us know where we can find you and uh, what are you looking at? What are you working on in regards to your um, big game um, as uh, bowler and also in general? Well, um, I mean, I haven't really bowled that much. I actually haven't bowled in a year. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, since I mean, I think bowling alley is open, but I just haven't gone. So you um, oughta. Yeah, I I, I need to. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, my I'm not really that like uh, high of a score. Like I'm I'm probably good for like a, a one twenty game to be honest, which isn't really that much. I mean, normally, like if you know how to bowl really well, you know, you should be able to score at least two hundred. Uh, I mean, I've been able to get like like one like. 120 150s range um i mean i really don't have like a lot of game to myself besides the straight ball i just go hey, straight down the middle hard or, and straight yeah there's nothing yeah, wrong that's with my that game. yeah yeah that's that's my game uh uh i mean i talk about that like uh i need to learn how to throw a curve i guess that's that's my biggest issue because there you know there are times when you got to pick up the spare you know no with, thumb yeah yeah that's that's the thing. That's like, I could never like get the comfort, I guess. Like, I guess that's probably got to feel a little uncomfortable, you know, there, but um, I guess it just takes practice and maybe I start bowling more often and, and get that practice in, but you know, I straight narrow down the middle. That's like kind of my game and how I've always played, um, you know, just fastball down the middle and get in that pocket, you know, uh, as a Southpaw, you know, sometimes there's a broken. Oh, you're a left-hander. I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, sometimes you get a Brooklyn ball, you know, throw it on the opposite pocket uh, every now and then if it rolls to, to the right. But, you know, always try to aim for the for the left pocket and, you know, get that strike ball. That's, that's what I try to do. It uh, doesn't always work out, you know. And sometimes go two you, hands. Yeah. And I'm not doing grandma style, man. That's, uh, you know, that's – uh, my well, two hands my, isn't grandma yeah. style because gra- the two hands is a yeah. thing. Oh. There's it's it's a thing. I I I'm trying to figure out amongst all the different things that I'm trying to figure out in my game. Uh, while I'm buzzing, uh, I'm doing the full Rick Ware experience here. <laughs> um, Josh is having to wake me up. Um, the same way as we had to wake up. Uh, the engines on some of those cars like uh, Josh Balicki. I can only imagine the idiot that has the kind of money to bet on Josh Balicki to win a race. 
but uh, somebody did. The sponsor of his car yesterday did. Um, there are so many things you learn. It's the same way with racing. It's the same way for you in your um, sim game and other things that you're um, great at that you're you're always learning. There's never um, a set way to go and go about business because you never know what the other people that you're going to be going against will do. Um, let us let us know where we can go and follow you um, in regards to your Twitch streams, where we can follow you on social media and in general. Yeah, I mean, as always, you know, you know, go on the Twitch streams, uh, twitch.tv slash utailer2. Um, this week on iRacing is the, well, it's the end of season one, and now uh, they have the, they call it week 13, which is basically like where um, they put all the fun series in for for uh, that week as they, you know, roll out the updates and stuff uh, for the next uh, season of iRacing and and um, that's where you get like the figure eight tracks and uh, the Coca-Cola super speedway or the iRacing super speedway. Like we saw back in December when they released that. So I think they're going to have a couple of races there maybe. And I haven't looked at the schedule yet, but um, I mean, it looks like maybe the 87 car at the flat out at the iRacing super speedway. So maybe we'll see go, go uh, 240 or something right there and then have to lift in the corners because they don't have any downforce. So um, that'll be entertaining. I'll I'll try to let you know if uh, when I get to uh, stream that. Uh, hopefully, I can get a couple in uh, this week. Um, uh, there's probably some other uh, some road stuff uh, as well that I uh, like to try and see because I I think I've I'm able to now uh, uh, I guess be eligible for more of the road races. That's something I've been working on. So uh, definitely try and get on that part. Um, there might be some dirt tracks as well that they're doing so i mean we'll see i mean the one that i have in mind the most is the uh super speedway one because that one that one's really fun um just going flat out like that uh and and trying to miss all the wrecks and all that stuff um and you know it's always you can follow me uh twitter.com slash jp huffine at jp huffine uh it's where i have i guess all my takes where you know we retweet the show and, and try to share it um you know you can interact with me i guess on the you know, takes with NASCAR and takes with football, stuff like that. Uh, getting ready, I guess, pretty soon to have NFL free agency. So probably be talking about a little bit about that, celebrating whoever Jacksonville picks up in free agency. Um, you know, other, other stuff like that. Um, maybe uh, talk about uh, basketball, March Madness coming up. Um, yeah. Definitely got to make the picks in the bracket for that. You know, maybe we might have to make a bracket. I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, that could be interesting. Sheet of integrity. Yeah going yeah. going old Mike and Mike. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know most of the teams <laughs> that are in this. If we do a sheet of integrity, it would be freaking brutal. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, if I did it, like, I mean, I don't know many of the teams that will, but, you know, I, I only the only time I really follow is the Gators, you know, that's where yeah. you know, I went to school, but um, uh, it's always fun to just kind of randomly pick who you think is going to go all the way and then try to follow it, you know, so it's always entertaining. And, and the last time we had it, it was before COVID, I mean, they didn't have uh, March Madness last, last year because that's year, when it just yeah. happened. And yeah, we're actually, you know, we're coming up on the one year anniversary of the last so-called normal NASCAR race. I mean, 
where, you know, we didn't have to worry about the restrictions or anything like that. So uh, coming up this weekend. So, you know, we're getting closer. You know, hopefully we can get there uh, at uh, sometime later this year. But, um, you know, all all those takes, you know, we'll, we'll have to see with March Madness and uh, if we want to do something with that. So it might be interesting. But, you know, that's where you watch my stuff and that's where you can follow me. Yeah, we can talk about that for sure. It's something I didn't think about, but it's a good idea. Um, World Series of Bowling as well going on right now uh, for the PBA Tour. And, of course, NASCAR um, going on before we get into uh, racing, really taking off Formula One, MotoGP uh, next week, which we'll talk about in Episode 52. Um, we'll also be talking about whatever else, uh, races at Phoenix, um, Daytona 200s this weekend, but of course nobody talks about it anymore because it's basically been buried. It used to be a big race. Um, it's a definite challenge and an endurance race. You have pit stops. It's the only super bike race or whatever, um, they're running 600 CC race where they have pit stops. Um, so that's something, um, you know, Ralph Sheen, Jeff Emiger down there, probably covering that along with the flat tracks and the whole thing with Daytona bike week. Uh, we'll talk about all this stuff here. You can follow us at grip strip pod on Twitter. We're on uh, philipgmatthew.com on WordPress, and uh, you can follow me at Philip G. Matthew on Twitter, on Facebook, um, where the show will be. You can go and talk to me in regards to motorsports, sports. Of course, Josh is going to get Trevor Lawrence uh, for his Jacksonville Jaguars. What else they're going to get, we don't know, but he's going to get Trevor Lawrence, so he'll have a quarterback for the first time since um, probably Mark Brunel. I mean, they're yeah. there. I mean, Byron Leftwich, of course, is a Super Bowl winning coordinator, but he didn't have his greatest um, stuff as a player. Uh, he, he Bortles somehow or another got to the AFC Championship game. Uh, there, there's other guys, but really, Mark Brunel's the greatest quarterback in Jaguars history until they get Trevor Lawrence here um, in probably two, just around two months time or thereabouts when the NFL draft takes place. We'll talk about all of that. We're, we're here. We're a diversal show. We'll cover, we'll cover motorsports. We'll cover uh, four wheels, two wheels. We'll cover football. We'll cover other sports for me as somebody who's finally gotten back into uh, or going into bowling uh, competitively. Um, Of course, I'm still learning and I'm still trying to improve. I'm not the kind of guy that's going to be going to toot my own horn score wise when you consider some of the conditions, but you know, we're here, we're having fun. Uh, thanks to Josh for being my uh, sidekick and covering for me uh, when I'm going and frying out. Um, and uh, we can go 
and listen to us on any place where you can go and find podcasts. And uh, we will be back next week for episode 52 of the GSP uh, talking about the events at Phoenix along with uh, you have Formula One, you have uh, MotoGP, I think you have the 12 hours. There's a whole lot of stuff that we're going to be talking about on the GSP uh, here next week. So thank you for listening, supporting us. Um, let us know what you want to hear or like um, or what you want to change. And um, I mean, what you want to change, it depends on how buzzed I am. So it doesn't really matter. But um, either way, um, thanks for listening. Uh, social distance, wear a mask, get your uh, vaccine so that we can go and get back to racing and go and enjoy um, life uh, the way that we were able to enjoy life prior to this time last year. Um, God bless. Take care. Good night.